Now, for the greatest investigative journalism the world has ever seen. On Sin 90.7, this is Three Corners. Coming up on tonight's show... Rishi Sunak begins as the UK's new Prime Minister. Inflation skyrockets above 7.3% in Australia. And VC exams, what your kids need to know. You're listening to Three Corners on Sin. That's right. Welcome to Three Corners. My name is Vincent and I'm joined by Dominic. Our top story tonight, Dom, Rishi Sunak, the new PM. Yes. So uh, UK has uh, sacked off uh, Liz Truss after, I believe it was 44, 44, uh, 45 days in office. Which is the shortest time ever. The shortest uh, UK uh, person to be you know, the UK Prime Minister role uh, in history mm, mm. And, um, and now uh, has been replaced by a man named uh, Rishi Sunak, who is the youngest um, Prime Minister to have entered office in history. Really? Which is quite fascinating. It is. He's also very rich. Well, he's also, uh, yeah, he, uh, the man comes from a family uh, of quite wealthy individuals. Yeah, so um, his wife was, is, is, is he, I think her dad's a billionaire. Yeah, so I think he's married to some very wealthy family. Yes. Um, now, what does that mean for the country? Does it mean that he knows how to, you know, like deal with his money? You would hope. Perhaps. Does it mean that he's, you know, you know he's a bit of a stuck-up bloke? Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. I Have mean, you seen some of the videos of him, by the way? Uh, this guy's a bot. Why? Is he, is he another so, Mark Zuckerberg or something? He He's exactly like Mark Zuckerberg. So I am like watching... Um, him doing his like, opening speech or whatever, or, you yeah. know, some sort of some sort of victory speech. His Ready eyes don't move. His mm. eyes don't move. Really, he stares down he's into, like, just stares into nothing, and he's just there like staring at nothing. Mm. And it's like this guy's a lizard. This guy's a bot. It's scary. Well, it's like it's like you know maybe maybe him and maybe maybe that's a plan. Maybe him and Big Mark and Elon. I mean, Elon's probably not a lizard. He's just a robot. I don't know. But yeah, they're all... He just does what he wants, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> he does. But maybe they're all um, in in cahoots, maybe. And um, I, I'm I... telling you, there's some underground <laughs> sort of... Some sort of party, some kind of uh, cl- um, cult mm. out there that, you know, the public don't know about. But I, I must admit, I thought it was funny how <clears throat> she... Liz, two days... Before she resigned, said, "I'm a, I'm not a, I'm not a quitter. I'm a fighter." Mm, well, and then resigns. That is awkward. That is very awkward. It is. Yes. I'm, I also find it funny how what we've had uh, our last monarch, you know, the Queen. Mm, um, mm. What's funny? Well, it's just funny. Well, sorry, yeah, this isn't funny. <laughs> I just find it interesting that yes. she she sat through. I don't remember the figure, but it was it was above 10 mm, prime mm. ministers so she had the reign for at least 10 maybe it was you know 12 prime ministers or you know 15 that's the number that's coming to mind she was in power for 15 pms mm. we get to Liz Truss <laughs> and then she's like no nah, sorry i'm going to head out yeah. <laughs> and liz is the shortest you know pm so we've had pms you know in the uk that have lasted 3 years 6 years 8 or 9 years yeah. i think you know thatcher was over 10 years really and then we get to the PM that lasts uh, 44 days. And yeah. she's like, yeah, you know mm. what? I think now's a good time to uh, depart. Well, I saw that, that video of um, when she entered back into the, the king's presence. Mm. And, and the, king, the king said something. He said, oh, you're back again under his breath. 
Like because because <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those things, you know. They're built different over there. Oh, they are in the UK, especially him. I think he um he's uh he you know I don't know maybe he's mm. he's uh, yeah I I don't know I, it'll be interesting to see because what well, his coronation's next year. And, it's um, in May, isn't it? Yes, it is. We did talk about that actually. Well, a few yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we have done a story on that. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, I, I just I feel like he he's gonna have some moments, of the, like uh, you know, very British, um, uh, you know, uh, King Charles moments. Mm. He's got a lot of work to do that bloke because the Queen built up this empire oh, of yeah. you know, being the Queen. You know, she was the face of the UK, and now that she's gone, uh, it's gonna take a lot of work uh, from Mr. Charles to uh, to try and you know get that image back up. Definitely, like if they want to you know get back to that sort of like, position. I reckon she's definitely got some big, big boots to fill. But I, I, I thought you could, I thought you said something else. For a second, <laughs> Jesus big Christ. boots, 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 good, boots. good, good. Um, but, but uh, no, she's the queen. I know. <laughs> Jesus, can show some respect. But, uh, but I don't know. I don't think um, Rishi doesn't have very big boots to fill. <laughs> no, no, no. He, no, no. He's quite of a la petite figure. That bloke. Yes. Uh, he's quite short. He's well built though. Um, yes, he looks like he you know gyms a bit. You reckon? Um, he'd probably, I mean, having all that money, he'd have his own P P PT. I reckon you'd think. Oh, he'd have probably a whole team of PTs. Te- yeah, reckon, you know, for each family member and a nutritionist and a. Imagine oh. having that sort of money. You could you could genuinely have a team of people just just doing stuff for you. You know, oh, you have a driver. There's a security guard. Mm. You have a yeah. You have a you know, well, you PT. Could, you, you have, could a have chef. your own doctor, your own chef, your own cleaner, your own gardener. You could have. I mean, they're not really called servants anymore. What would you? They're just uh, staff, butlers, uh, helpers, help butlers. I suppose yeah. is that is that a still a common thing? I suppose rich people still have butlers. What's the word? You know, personal sort of like you know like you know PR person that sort of public helps. relations. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't P- know. P per, PA personal assistant, personal assistant. Yeah, that I think that's be. what it is. Yeah. Yes, I, I imagine having that. I, I, if you had your own personal assistant, you could just be like, well, I mean, you'd have to have a lot of things to be doing to have a personal assistant. You couldn't just have a personal yeah, assistant like, if you were you just, just like, yeah, you know, just be like sitting around all day, right? No, because no. then it would be useless. Um, well, that's funny though. Do you reckon they enjoy their job? If you are a personal assistant. Do you reckon you get satisfaction out of just just living the life, or you know, having to work the life of this other family? Yeah, I don't know. If you were a butler, I suppose there'd be some some because it's quite a noble thing, a tradition. You know, the but the butlers and the and the and the people in in Buckingham Palace and all that kind of thing. Mm. They're, they're all very well respected. So I can imagine. I can imagine you, you might find some fulfilment in it, but I, I can also imagine it being very. Um, I don't know. Like you, you, you'd just be like, "Yeah, I'm just serving these rich people." Stuff it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, well, if he's getting paid, or you know, if you're getting a fat paycheck out of it, then well, maybe it's all right. Then if you're getting paid well, then don't complain. Yeah. yeah true. True. Yeah. True. But if you're not getting paid, then that's what we would call uh, that's slavery. Slavery, and that's <laughs> and that's know, illegal. We yeah, we have moved beyond that. So yes. I think yeah, like if you are gonna uh, work as you know, someone who just works for an entire family your entire life, you'd have mm. to get a pretty decent paycheck out of it. You'd, you'd want to. Yeah. Unless you were just a, a very giving person. Unless, yeah, it's all, you know, just for charity. You're just like, yeah, mm. I'm here to help you. I'm here to, you know, uh, well, give my services to you for free. Yes. And what, 
So, <clears throat> Rishi, what what is he? Because he's from the Conservative Party, so he's kind of what's he wanting to do? Is like reforms for 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 all the stuff that Liz kind of had well, a, look, had a go at the inflation stuff and the and all that kind of. Here on Three Corners, we we hit. You know, we're here to give you the best uh, news and the most factual news. Of course. Unfortunately, I don't have that news with me right now. So, no. So, I do know it, but I don't know it off the top of my head to give you the correct answer. Okay. So, um, you're going to have to wait till next week for that. Oh, right. When he probably hasn't... I don't know. But, uh, it's, all, it's all chat at the moment, obviously. Well, has he been... He's been on the, the warpath for the last week since she... No, 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 but what's the word when you actually get into office? You know, like crowned. Um, abducted. No, indu- abducted. <laughs> uh, inducted. Inducted. Inducted, yeah. Um, inducted? Yeah, that'll do. Uh, ab- no, not abducted. Sh- sh- shut up, sorry. Um, yeah, inducted into the... No, it's not inducted, because you get inducted into the Hall of Fame, right? It's, it's sort of like um, inducted into a... Accepted. A... Indoctrinated. A um. Y- you get sworn the, in, sworn in. You get sworn in. You get that's the one uh, promoted it? or something. I think it is sworn in's good. I like that. Yeah. So if you get sworn in to the PM, mm. which I don't think he's he he has yet. Wiki reckons he has. Wiki has. Wiki Wikipedia. I typed him up uh, and it said the, here, the PM. At three corners, we love a good like Wikipedia. <laughs> um, PM of uh, UK. Yes, yeah, because Wikipedia is, as we all know, the most. Uh, reputable, trusted source of news. Indeed, yes. Um, I'm scrolling down. Okay. What? Oh yeah, yeah. He's here. Okay. So, and it says, doesn't it? It says PM, MP for Richmond. Yeah, he's he's incumbent. He's been there for two days, and Liz Truss was was on 45 days because that was when she, you know, had sort of like announced her mm. uh, Resign- resignation. Imagine, so she imagine was there for if 50 he... days. She's there for 50 days. Okay. Imagine if he he pulled out in under 45. The that, party's already in a shambles. Oh, no. I'm not sure if if that, it can get much worse than that. That would just be yeah. Ah, uh, you'd, you'd hope he'd last more than a year. I mean, because Boris was in for a, a year, wasn't Boris it? was in for three years and forty five days. He was. Um, that's a that's a. I can just go off the list if you want. Theresa May three years. David Cameron six years. I saw uh, the last time I saw her was oh yeah she was a that's where that's I was right, yes. they all were actually one of them did Bake Off. I don't remember who oh, it was. Oh, really? Was it... Uh, James funny. Acaster did Bake Off. James Acaster's um, very funny. Yeah, everyone does Bake Off. If, you, you know, like, if you've got some remote amount of fame in the UK, you, yeah. you, know, you, you, you bloody like bake a cake nowadays. It's a joke. Uh, <laughs> Tony Blair was there for 10 years. That's, that's exciting. He was. They loved him, Thatcher was 11 years. And keep in mind, all of these people were during the Queen. Yeah, and, of course. And she, Charles, she who's the... been there for, what, a couple... You know, but not even two months has already seen you know two PMs, which is wow. And Winston Winston Churchill was her first one, which is just incredible. Like that was her first. That was Winston her, Churchill. Yeah, it was her that's, first PM. Isn't that, that bonkers? He was there for a hot minute too. Churchill. Yeah. Oh no, he didn't. No, after no, the no. war, he got booted, didn't he? He got or, booted after the First World War, and yeah. then I think he came back for the second one. Because I love what he did. Let me just hang on. Let me just get up the Wikipedia again. Um... Because, uh, because I think um, yes, yeah. Well, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I don't. Sorry, sorry. I didn't think he'd wrong. come back. I thought they. That's wrong. He did come back though. So he was there for the First World War. Yeah. Got kicked out, and then sixties. Yeah. Then sixties later, you know, he came back. He was um, old though. He was like. 
Uh, he died in 65. Uh, his 90. last day was in 55. So He died in 65. His Oh, his last day of parliament. Of being a PM was in 55. So, so he would have been eight. 70, 80? Eight, nine, I, think it was, I thought he was in his 90s. But I he was be. in his 90s, yeah. So he would have died. Yeah, so he would have been 80 when he um, was PM. That's that's um, that's older that's still than less Joe. Than Biden, probably. Yeah, Bi- Biden's, Biden's... Biden looks old. like he's 110. <laughs> he does not look like he's younger than that. Biden's a young whippersnapper in comparison. He's oh, dear. Late 70s, isn't he? He's, he's 75, 70... And Trump's about a similar age. It's funny. Trump, yeah, was... Trump was, bangs on, but Trump's was, just... Was 70, I think mid-70s, and I think Biden is a bit older than him there. Yeah. I think it's time to get some youth. And, I, you know, this is why I'm not, you know, I'm reserving my judgment on uh, Mr. Sunak because, you know, he's a young bloke. He's only, he's, you know, he was born in... What's uh, he, 50, in, 40? Uh, 1980, so he's 42. Oh, He's a young wow. man. So, That's incredible. And he's the youngest PM, so, you know... What's what's who's next? After probably giving some youth there will be good. You'd think. I mean, that's... I don't know who's our youngest PM, but, but I, I, I can't imagine you'd, you'd elect someone in their 30s. Well, I know in the US you have to be 35, minimum age of 35 to become a president. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, fair enough. I'd give it at least... Well, yeah, like, you can't give a 17-year-old No, but, but and even, like, a 25-year-old. Imagine that would not be a good idea, even if there was a... Like, I feel like you just need a few years under your belt before you start you need, running a country, yeah. country. Yeah, some work experience to do anything in Parliament, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. Because you get people that just, you know, want to be... You know, movers and shakers, and they just and politicians, and then they get there, and you know they do it. You know they say, "Oh, you do this, do this, do this," but they haven't had an actual any sort of experience, mm. at, you know, being in the working class or anything, or you know, working as you know, or like amongst individuals. Yeah, exactly. So I reckon, yeah, you know, get a couple of years, you know, work at Macca's for a year or something. And Imagine, then, and then you know, go, you know, go to Parliament. The career trajectory, Macca's. That is ideal, you know. Imagine. That's started from the bottom, started from Maccas, all the way up to PM. You can't get much further than the top from Maccas. No, I know. Anyway, uh, we'll move on. Coming up on Three Corners. Inflation skyrocketing in Australia, past 7%. All of that after the break. You're listening to Three Corners here on Sin 90.7 with Dominic and Vincent. And right now, our second story for tonight, inflation in Australia. It's uh, it's pretty uh, big mm. at the moment, <laughs> wouldn't you say? I would say that's that's one way to describe it. Yeah, there was it, 7.3%. Yeah, so a quick Google search uh, yeah. <laughs> says that it's 7.3%, expected to hit 75 by the end of the year. <gasps> that's It's not ideal. It's now... Look, yes, as Tom. someone who did Year Twelve economics, I am mm, quite mm. well versed in this kind of stuff. Okay, <laughs> now inflation, right? To anyone out there who doesn't know, inflation the is the is the is the natural rise and fall of prices, and yes. that's a definition that I you know that I wrote learned because we had to. Mm. Um, now inflation, right? Inflation, it, if it goes up. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. It's mm. obviously a bad thing for spenders because money is up, and it means that you, you know like you have to spend more money on yes. things. Um, but it's good for some other reason that I've forgotten. Um, and then if inflation goes down, it's mainly a bad thing because you know as prices are getting cheaper. Is it called deflation? 
Uh, there's a word called stagflation. Is it? I don't know what it is, but it's you know same. You know, like it just sounds cool. Yes. Um, actually, no. Yes. Yeah, so uh, here, so if inflation goes up, it means that people will want to spend money now, and they're right. not going to bother saving it because they're worried that oh, it's just going to go up in price if they yes spend it later. So if they spend now, it means that economic growth is good and mm-hmm. whatever you know. There's mixing of money in the market or something. Gotcha. I don't know. Gotcha. But it's not a great thing as well because, you know, money's going up. Mm. Sure. If inflation goes down, that means people aren't going to spend any money because, you know, if it's, you know, negative inflation, people are going to be like, oh, why would I buy a car now when it'll be cheaper in a couple months' time? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like... So that's ultimately not good for the economy. Well, there's a good... good Because I, I did history. And there's a oh, good... Wow. There's a good... Um, there's a, like, in Russia, it was that expensive... To buy a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. people were it, it, the money. Money became worthless to the point that they were spending their life savings on a loaf of bread and a coffee. Yes. So it's like that's not ideal. I mean, we're not heading in that direction, obviously. No, but that's we're not like uh, Venezuela, who's uh, no, whose inflation rate is something like ten million or something. But oh, um, yeah, it's you know the prices are going up. They um, are. Sucks for the average consumer. I know, you know, you know, like you're going to say, like with fuel prices, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's one of those things. Things you know? are looking, think, uh, things aren't great at, at the moment. Well, I saw, especially for diesel users. I'm lucky I'm not a diesel user, but I saw, yeah. I saw a fuel bowser that said two dollars forty-five for diesel. Two dollars, two dollars forty-five a liter. A liter. Shocking. Like that's. You you end up spending like a hundred and twenty bucks at the servo, like not even like you spend two hundred dollars for an eighty liter tank, seventy liters. Yeah, you will too for for an SUV or one sixty. You'll spend two hundred dollars at the tank, which is insane. That's crazy. I remember back in COVID where it was like under a dollar. Yeah, and fuel was. I mean, I wasn't driving because as much obviously because we weren't going anywhere, and I wasn't really filling up, so I don't really recall filling up as much then. But there was a time, or well, it was probably like four or five months ago, well, it might have been more, six months, when it went up to two dollars twenty for for unleaded, and that was that, and that was, was bad. That was bad as well. But I was running my ute on gas, which was good, so yeah. so that I I kind of escaped that. But yeah, it's not ideal. And then your veggies go up. You yes. know, you, you go to the, the supermarket. cabbage. Oh my oh, god! Gosh. When you have the zinger burgers. Oh, with the cabbage because instead the, of the lettuce because the lettuce is too expensive. Do you know it was seven- that was a tra- no no sorry just quickly that was a travesty. The fact that they put cabbage in the zinger burger good, instead yeah. of lettuce it tasted like cardboard. It was it shocking. Did. It did and but look, it's like you know the zinger burger is just a a staple of superiority in the burger in the burger oh, world. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and you know. Like in terms of Australian fast food, there is no topping a Zinger burger. There isn't, especially oh. on a drunken night, on a hungover day. It, yes, it makes you feel like crap afterwards, but it tastes delicious. Well, it's the barbecue bacon stack is my favourite. I will. Oh, uh, that's too much for me. Oh, is it? It's too rich. I can't do it. I can't oh, do. Um, I just take it. I just cheese and oh, sauce and, and bacon, bacon, and then two slices of chicken. Is there even any lettuce in that? Yeah, there's lettuce. There's lettuce. Like oh. oh. Sorry, a cabbage. lettuce cabbage hybrid, as they call it. Yeah, what a joke. But no, the the lettuce the lettuce cabbage hybrid was was um, I mean you know times were tough. You know you know when you have to start using cabbage in your KFC that it's like oh, you know 
Although I think that was more to do with like the flooding and the weather damage in Queensland. I thought it was because that was too expensive and they didn't have enough lettuce. Because it was like seven bucks an iceberg lettuce at one yeah, point. Now yeah. it's about two dollars. Well, yeah, you know, like yeah, like it's gone back down. But you know, mm. back when it was bad, I thought it was to do with the weather. Maybe it was a mix of both. It probably was. I mean, obviously we don't import our lettuce. We would grow it here, so I don't yeah. think. That do you hear about bad. the imports? Uh, I apparently, mean, we do import our fuel. Importing uh, some of it, I think. I don't know. This is three corners. Just, <laughs> it's fine. Um, so apparently, like, uh, it's taking so long to quarantine check fruits and things that are coming into Australia that they're just rotting in the fridges, mm-hmm. which is just, mm-hmm. you know, like there's people starving, and and here we are checking over our fruits. That's the problem with mass production. You know, yeah, you lose, you waste a lot. There's a lot of waste. You know, there's that little uh, factoid. Uh, one third of all food goes to waste. That's one a, third of all food. It's a lot of blooming food, Dom. Well, if That's it's cabbage... one third. I'm sorry, but if it's cabbage like in a Zinger burger, then I'm fine with it. <laughs> if, if it's anything else... Would you rather else, a Zinger burger without any cabbage and no lettuce? What, just the... Just the Zinger burger without the lettuce. Just the chicken and the sauce? Yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Can You You can literally say, I want the Zinger burger without the lettuce, hot cabbage. Without hybrid. the vegetal. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> that, that That would actually be ideal. I think they have, you know, gone back to it now. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, no, they have. Because I, I haven't seen the sign saying, uh, you know, that we uh, have a shortage of lettuce. Speaking of burgers, I must admit, like, you go to Macca's, get a burger. It's, oh, yeah, it's just not... It's uh, it's just the KFC. I don't know. Just KFC has this. Mm. I don't know. There's something about KFC, you know. I find KFC leaves a terrible taste in my mouth. Does it for the rest of the day? Oh, well, that's no fun. But Macca's doesn't. Macca's doesn't. But in the moment, KFC does taste better. Yes. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, not to, you know, all, all, you know, this is not, you know, it's whatever you want to eat, you can eat. We're not saying one's better Absolutely than... Absolutely not, you it's, know. And, you know, you know, like, especially to those vegans out there who can't, you know... Plant, there's plant. Have you tried the <sighs> McPlant? No. You haven't. Do it. Do it. That, that is a waste of my hard-earned it, money. It, I'm sorry. It isn't. I'm I tr- sorry. I'm sorry I didn't to anyone feel, who I didn't feel likes guilty. the McPlant out there, but that... When you can get a cheeseburger, a McChicken... Oh, but that also leaves an a An Angus, a other oh, burger... I can't you know, have a Whopper. I can't have Yeah, meat. Whoppers at Macca's, right? Mm, uh, no. <laughs> Why would you want to eat fake meat? Yeah. That's just my thing, you know? I love a bit of meat. But, see, so I, I'm a bit of a latecomer to the fast food thing, because... So, I, I didn't have a whole lot of fast food, and um, thanks, Mum and Dad, for that. I didn't I have a lot. I can see, you know, you know, you were built quite fine. I well, yes, there's Man's not a got whole his lot. Shirt of... off in the studio right now. Flex <laughs> <Flicks laughs> muscles. Come on, put um, it away. <laughs> you can uh, see that on the Instagram uh, reels if if you look back on that. But anyway, now what I was saying was, I we you know, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have um, yeah, we didn't have a lot of fast food. We didn't have a lot of takeaway either. And um, so neither, neither. You know, like, yeah. it was a very sort of like special meal to have. Oh yeah, but know, we like, did, it wasn't we just, something that we had weekly. I didn't have KFC until I was in year eleven, ten. Well, that's ten, extreme. maybe ten, ten. So I had it like wow. once in year ten. When you were sixteen, like, sixteen or seventeen, yeah, that's I'd insane. Never had it before. Yeah, and then I think I had it maybe once or twice, and then after I left home. You know, KFC. Yeah, it, it starts it, to well, it seeps a into your, your diet. It, yeah, it, sure. I mean, I try not to, and I, I lately obviously, I've, yeah, I, I, like, yeah, like it's not good for you. 
But it's like, you know, you just go, oh, you know, cheeky KFC going, well, you know. But it tastes yummy. It does. It's like, and also... In the moment it tastes yummy, but it tastes, you know, you know, it just, the salt or something, you know, the salt Mm. just sticks in your mouth afterwards and it's just, you know, it ruins your day. You don't want to think about where the meat's come from because that's that's another... Hey, hey, no, we don't talk about that. (laughs) Just enjoy it in the moment. Just enjoy it for what it is. But uh, inflation, you know, like... Yeah, inflation's not good. No. It's not. Yeah. It really isn't. Putting it's, cabbage in my burgers, having to spend $2 at the pump. What a joke. Look oh, at, you know, oh. these first world problems for us students, you know. Oh, my God. You know, inflation is terrible. I wonder what it'll do for the... Oh, apparently, they're going to change that. Well, obviously, electricity will go up. Yes. Uh, water bills. Rent. They reckon they'll raise it. I'm actually going to Europe for uh, over summer. Oh, you're going to be um, stuffed if the dollar's... There, well, it's cheap now, so I might okay. buy some euro. Do it. Oh, no, I think it's... No. Don't you do I think it. the yen is cheap, so I might go for the yen. Um, yen, but that's... When I go to Japan. Um, oh, is the, So what's... Oh, wan. But the euro's wan, not great. Yeah. Wan is, is uh, Chinese. But you're not going to China, so. No. I might stop on... You know, stop over there, you know, just on the way, say hi. Just have a chat. To- um, but I was going to say that uh, they're experiencing uh, an energy crisis, you know, because... They're too energetic. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That's good, eh? That, I like that one. I like, yeah. Yeah, you know, they're too... They're too healthy. They've yeah. got too much energy, so they have to start eating more KFC, more Zinger burgers. Yeah, this is Japan you're speaking to. No, no, no. So... Europe has oh, an Europe. energy crisis because they import a lot of their energy, a lot uh, of oil from stuff from Russia. So oh. over winter, they're going to have to, uh, you know, which is when I'm going. Uh, I think it's going to be, you know, quite a cold winter because the heaters aren't going to be running as much. Are you, the energy. Yeah, true, true. Are you going up? How how far how far north are you going up? Furthest north will be Netherlands. So okay, so you got a bit of room between all the. We're not hitting the Scandinavia or anything, but. Yeah. Um, that being said, yeah, it's... Uh, it's still a bit tense. It'll still be a bit, yeah, you know, quite a bit chilly. Yeah. Chilly, chilly. So, uh... Those winters up that way get quite... I'll bring the thermals, yeah. And a thermos. Thermos? A thermos. A thermos. thermos. Get a... Have a have a hot tea in the snow. Is a thermos one of those soup things? One of the things we eat soup out of? But then yeah. a thermos is like the general sort of name for it. What's th- the difference between them? Yeah, thermos. That's a brand, isn't it? But Hang the thermos... On. That's for thermos. for your cuppers and your you know your, your your boiled tea you know it keeps it warm. Thermos is a genus of thermophilic bacteria. Oh, that's great! No, that's not what that is. I think it's just all called a thermos. It's like how you know like if you Google it, you know it's like duct you tape. use the brand of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or so, um, oh, I don't know, some other generic name. Stanley knives. You can get a knife that's not yeah, a Stanley knife, yeah. but you call it a Stanley knife anyway. Or, yeah, you know you can. You can use the Crayola. <laughs> if you want to use a crayon, oh yeah, just, just Crayola at Brad. Yeah. Have, have a mung on that Crayola. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Oh, I I've never that chewed on natural. I've yeah, never okay. chewed on crayons before. <laughs> Must admit. I haven't. I have on a lipstick. And that tasted bad. <laughs> you chewed on lipstick. No, but it's so satisfying when you when you you know pull it out of its shell, and you just look at it. You're like, you, you absolutely won't take a bite out of it. Do not lie. You see the lipstick. The, 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 oh, no, I, I can't speak. But I, I can't. lipstick looks yummy, and then you bite into it, and and then it stains your teeth for a week. So, yeah. <laughs> I've never I've done that with them. Oh, okay, this is probably confessional here. When I was probably seven, blue tack. Yeah? Yeah. I got a clean slice of blue tack. Yes. 
took it off and had it as chewy. Oh my god! <laughs> I was seven. I was seven. Right? I was I was a young little. Now nah, you know what? Curiosity is a good thing, and I think that after that experience, you probably learned. Hey, this is this is not mm. a good idea. And glue, glue. I mean, I'm not, I, like glue. I've not tasted it, but oh no, Play-Doh tastes good. Do you sniff glue? Uh, glue smells so good. It does. Oh, in anyway. the stick. Oh, sharpies. They're good to sharpies. Are good to snuff. I don't yeah. don't do this at home, but snuff to any VC students out there. <laughs> you want to get a high before your exams? Have a sharpie, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just oh, if you're allowed to take one into your exam, just to get you through. Yeah, you know, have a quick sniff. Like you'll be right. Speaking of VC, I reckon we should uh... just quickly though. It is called a thermos. Oh, it by is the way, according to a Google. Thermos. So there's a Thermos brand, yes. but then, but then, you know, the cups itself are called uh, Thermi. Th- th- <laughs> I don't know. Coming up on three. Yeah, corners. coming up on three corners. Uh, VCE students, your exams are starting. Any tips you need to know coming from us? VC examinations are right around the corner, Dom, and, and I think it's time we, you know, spread spread some. Some maybe a helping hand. Put put out some, you know, um, good good advice for the VCU students that are going, you know, into this stressful time. That's a good idea, Vince. So here on Three Corners, uh, we are two old men, yes, um, who have done it all, who have done the VCE exams, been through the trenches. Uh, Year Twelves had their English examination today. They did. Um, uh, followed up by I think maths and uh, some of the sciences are coming up uh, this mm. week. Um, so, as someone who has done some VCE in my time, yes, um, you know, and you as well, Vince. Hmm. Why don't we start with you? Like, what's you know some of the tips that you have for other VCE students out there? Look, it's almost too late, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, if you're, you know what, you're not wrong. If you are looking for tips right now, you are stuffed. Give up. <laughs> you're very behind the eight ball. Yeah, right. but look, you know, I think it all kind of starts. Probably a month beforehand. Yes. You know, I reckon I did. That's all I did for probably a month was just study. Was just, that's all. That was wow. it. That was it. Yeah. Maybe 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 three weeks. Yeah. It was it was it was all I did, and I you know nothing else. Is it bad that I don't remember studying? Like yeah, that just I think the study me. part just sort of just just sort of goes under the radar. All the fun times you had in year 12 doing like doing like events and parties and well, stuff. Well, so I did year 12 in COVID, you've got to remember. Oh, that's true. So, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, that's not good at all. Different situation, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, you know, I would say just study. And and I, I think the, the the where you're at now is, is I would say give up on the subjects you really don't think you're going to do well at. True. There's like, true. Just focus on the good ones. Yeah. Because the bad ones will go in the bottom 10%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you got your top four. Yes. So just really hone in on... And what you're going to do well at, really go hard on what you're going to do well at. That's good. And good I, advice. I just let... I, so I did, what, six subjects. I did VC music. That was my second best. And then mm-hmm. product design technology was my first best. But then my worst was history, and I knew f- very well I was going to do not very well in it. Mm. So which one? Uh, revolutions. Revs. Yep. So I just, I just stopped. I stopped. I stopped practicing for it. Yeah. And I just put all my effort into product design technology, and ended up doing pretty well. That was the same with me for methods. Like mm. I, d- like I did my first practice exam for methods, like the day before. Right. Because. Same yeah. with history, but I never finished it. I didn't even go through the whole yeah. thing. Like I knew the formulas and stuff, but 
I didn't do any practices. So nah. if I had a hard question, I, you know, I just gave up. And it did end up being, you know, one of my bottom two. So mm, mm. Did you do six? I did six subjects. I did one in year 11 as what well. What was yeah. that in year in year 11? Uh, I did geography. And geography was, was real, you know, it just came up really easy to me, so I did quite well in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in year 12, my top was English. I did quite well like uh, in English and media. Um, did good in theatre as well. I did theatre. Did you? Um, so did you have to do performance for that? Or was that yes, theory? Yes. So oh, were, Did you do like Macbeth or something? There were theory aspects okay. to it, um, okay. but uh, but the main marks were in the performance parts. What was your performance? So for the... For the show, the actual mm, performance mm. show, we did uh, one by Brecht. Do you know Bertolt Brecht? No. He's a famous playwright. Does right. I'm not going to say I don't like him because there's people that are big fans of Bertolt Brecht, but a lot of his plays are very interpretive and, you know, okay. they're very simple and very artistic. He was, you know, very sort of, I te- you know, like if he were to live sort of in a Melbourne suburb, it would be Fitzroy. Okay. So, <laughs> um, gotcha, okay. So... I yeah, so I, we did one from him called uh, "The Exception and the Rule," mm. and that went uh, really well. And then my monologue, uh, I thought I was going to do really well, and I did it perfectly on the day. And my teacher said, "Yeah, yeah, it's great. You know, ten out of ten. You got hammered." And then I get hammered in the results. I get a yeah. C in the results. I was like, I was told I was going to get A plus for this, and and, nah, and no. you know, you know, like the examiners obviously didn't like it. Well, look, that's... And I moved on from that, but. <laughs> That really pissed me off at the time. Yeah. Those um, <clears throat> those solo uh, subjects, like uh, like with music as well, you know, for you, I'm sure it would have been yeah. But tough. I got to hide behind my well. There was three of us doing music performance, mm. and so we and we'd been playing together for five six five years beforehand. Yes, and so we knew how to play together. So we were pretty good at playing together, and you know, we didn't we didn't muck around. We were, we were good, and then like it's like. They then put you against all the other groups. Mm-hmm. And as a group, we were good. Like, mm-hmm. we were connected, we were playing well. But on my own, if I had have done the same songs bass playing on my own, I wouldn't have got anywhere near yeah. as good a marks as I did as a group. Because we yeah. just, you know. So, if, you, if you're doing a music, it's also too late to pick your solo or, or group True. performances. True. But, um, you, know, you would have done them by now, to be fair, anyway. Sucks so. to suck, I guess. Yeah. But here's a tips for the next year's yeah. people, yeah. Your 11s, going into your 12, I suppose. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, did you have to play play as a band together? Yeah, music performance. You can pick between solo and, and group. We really? picked group. There was three of us. Yeah, I see. Because I think my school did a solo just because you we really had about... You... I didn't, no. Oh. I you did didn't music do... up until year 10, but then it just got... I don't Too like much practicing, theory. to be honest. No. You don't. You don't. So, I, I was doing a lot of extracurricular stuff, mm. including bands and stuff, yes. Mm. But the actual practicing part of things, I couldn't do. Yeah, because, it's, because it just felt like I wasn't making any progress. Like I was already good enough to be in the top bands in year ten. So, yeah, any more practice that I ha- had to do would have been for class, and I didn't want to do it. Fair know? enough. I, it was I, just more as a hobby for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I found it reasonably. Well, I just enjoy playing bass, and that's the thing. Like I was just playing. And bass. if you enjoy it, yeah, then then of course, you know, it, you know, it comes a bit easier. Like it'd be good. Whereas for me, like, I think the bands were the social. Oh, parts of it. and that was the uh, one of the. Whereas I don't think main like, reasons. You know, I actually enjoyed playing. You know, trombone or bass or. No, that's the only reason I turned up to band to play trumpet. I played trumpet for most of school, and yeah. I, I didn't really. Yeah, it's fun. I wasn't. I, I mean, I was there to play the trumpet. It was good, but I was. You know, you make a lot of friends and, you know, there's a lot of cool people you meet. Mm. Yeah. So, 
you know, if you're leaving school now, I mean, it's a bit late, but, you know, join a school band. Join a band. Yeah, even We're if you don't... We're looking for people for our band, you know, so we want a big band. What do you off. need? A trumpet. Um, you don't need a bass player, do you? A trombone. Uh, we could, because we have an upright bass player, we could actually use... You could? A bass guitar player. Well, look, Dom, I How play good the are you bass. with jazz songs, do you reckon? Do you have chord sheets? Is it just straight chord sheets? We have sheet music. So, it, it, okay, here we go. Can you read? Well, I can, you should, given that you did like music performance. Uh, wait, hmm. what? <laughs> you, you talk music and you can't read sheet music? <laughs> no, I can read sheet music. Okay. But there's a difference between being able to read sheet music and being able to play it sight sight on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. jazz is like, you know, here's a, here's a bit of paper. And it's like, well, friggin' heck. You can do, like, walking bass lines, though. Like, but if you were to read just crotchets on a, on a sheet of paper. Yeah. One or two tries and you'd get it, yeah. Yeah, where it's been a been a been a minute since I've done sure, reading. Well, yes, of course, yeah. Um, but do you get like because sometimes the jazz tracks I've played, you get they give you chord sheets, so it's like you you play off the guitars, the guitars um thing, and it'll be like G B flat something. Uh, da, yes, da, 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 da. and the then guitar you, gets one. Yeah, I'm not sure if the bass gets one though. Well, because I find that really easy if I get a yeah. chord sheet and I just muck around because yeah, I'm used see, to playing with a guitarist with big bands. Especially, you know, if you have, like, a ton of people, like, we have 20 people in our band, mm. uh, it's a lot harder to just play off of chords because there's so many people sort of, you know, playing at once. So yeah. We really yeah. just play off the sheet music and just sort of, you know, try and work with that. If you have a, you know, have a five, six-person, you know, jazz sort of band, yeah. even, you know, less Quartet, than that, something going on. Like, that. like, it's a lot easier to sort of work with everyone because everyone's doing, you know, because everyone is... It's like a major... It, it's sort of like, it's a lot smaller, yeah. right? So there's, you know, less confusion there's less sort of difference and you know people can just sort of like, just sort of have the chord sheets with them and you know people can work together like you know like you know a bit easier when there's you know less people yeah yeah too yeah. many cooks too yeah that is an issue but look you know and that's the other thing you can't have too you can't have too many bass players that's a, that's a, yes well if you're looking for uh some interesting jazz fun for a big band come along to the <laughs> jazz lab on november 17 at 7 p.m we'll be there uh, trying our best to Perform for you. It'll be good fun. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon it sounds good, Dom. Now, yeah. I, I must admit, or did you? So you did. So you said you did six subjects. I did. Yes. What was your best subject? English. Yeah. Right. And now, how many practice exams did you do, Dom? Well, the school made us do five. Whole... Two time. Two time. So five timed exams. We're really good at English in you know, our school. So they they wanted us to do well there. Five timed exams. Yeah. I don't think so I in did... the holidays like. There were two, mm. and then I think there were a couple after school, and there was one maybe a week out of the English exam. And how many did you do on your own? Zero. I just did the five times once. Well, you did more than I did. I did about I did three. I did three timed exams. That's still good. That's still better than probably most of the population. Yeah. Look, you know. I and was... look, you know. This is not probably a good topic to be talking about to any sort of sort of like year twelves out there who have just done the English exam and are worried that they may have stuffed it. <laughs> and here yeah. I am saying, yeah, I did five practice exams. Five practice. Yeah, you know they're pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was like it was a bit of a mission. What three hours? Three. Yeah. yeah three it hours. Was, three. It was tough. Three essays. They are big essays. By the end of it, my hands were. I might the oh, sheets. Yeah. The sheets of quotes I remembered I just remembered so many quotes I remembered just one essay each so 
I remembered one for the comparative, one for the. Well, you remembered the whole. Remembered the whole essay. The whole essay, and then I just sort of tweaked it here or there where it fit for the prompt. Then for the language analysis, I just kind of winged it. Right. That was my best one, actually. You know, in my language analysis. That shows, you know, just use the noggin and. Yeah, if you just memorize some words, that's how you do well, like in English. You just memorize words. Yeah, it's a joke. I know, I know, but that's the same with history. That's all that was. Yeah, that's right. Because my sister did revs, and you know, she reckons that she had to study more, or you know, study more writing for history than you know she did for English. It's definitely worse, and I put next to no effort in for for history for the whole year. Yeah. So, yeah, there was no wonder that was my bottom subject. But, you know, that doesn't matter now because I got my mark and it is what it is. And your ATAR doesn't define you. That's no. the main thing. Yes, yeah, so all the kids in year 12. Yes, if you fail, you will you will have a terrible ATAR and, and it'll make you harder to get into uni if you want to do that. And, and then your you life will be miserable bit, yeah. and then it will be the end of the world. But it doesn't then... define you, so <laughs> that's what matters. Still know? the end of the world, though. You know? it, yeah. Well, I mean, like, it does define me because I've got a good ATAR. Yeah. So, you know, every new person I meet, I'm like, hey, how, how are you doing? My ATAR was above <laughs> this certain number. Um, yeah. I mean... I would say it on air, but, you know, it's a touchy time for, you know, the poor year 12s. Let's there, just so. say it was a, it was w- well above average. It, yeah. Let's what? say that it was above 30. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, because, so the average person gets 60, just to remind you. 60, yes. So then anything on the other side of the bell curve is above average. Yes. And I got 73. So I'm... Whoa! So there we go. I'm just above average. An explosive... Oh, it might have been 73, 74. Gee, okay. Oh, okay. You know, going to bump it up a bit. Oh, okay, yeah. And good. then C's. C's comes in because I'm from a rural school. So I might have been closer to 80. I mean, you know, wishful thinking. look at you, yeah. So, look so at me. I'm on now radio. Now you're on radio host. I'm, so even though you got a 73, which... Hey, I'm making it sound like it's bad. It's not bad. It's a great score. Even though... Even though I got not, 70. Okay, not even though. <laughs> Despite your successful ATAR, you have manifested that into you know doing something even better, you know, such as radio. Even better than my ATAR. Which yeah. Is, yes. Now, you know, look, you know, all we can't all have a brilliant ATARs. And that's right. That's, that's right. Just there are some people that... Actually have to pay to see their scores. I can't maybe believe Maybe are it. quite smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have studied, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are some people out there that that uh, obviously you know the exam format isn't for them. Oh, definitely. So so they so they study hard, and you know they do work a lot and they work their butts off for this thing. But mm. having to write as much as they can to time just isn't for them. Yes. So to any of those people out there, ATAR, you know, whatever. Who ATAR can? doesn't matter, man. Just, just, just if you can show that you are knowledgeable and you're smart and you're kind in in here in your heart, <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah, I think, I think, I don't know. I, I reckon. Um, well, because after two years, it means nothing anyway. So, well, I mean, not unless you get a bloody brilliant ATAR <laughs> like I have. <laughs> then you go around telling everyone, hey. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> did you get on the honor roll? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sucked, uh, dude. <laughs> did you get on the honor roll? Three times, yeah. What? For three subjects. Wow. I'm not going to say what because I hate boasting. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I love <laughs> boasting. <laughs> nah, uh, but, but yes, I did get on the honor roll. That's brilliant. That's br- I, I didn't, but um, hey. You hey, know. hey, it doesn't define you. It doesn't. That's it doesn't. what matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Honestly, honest, I genuinely have not thought about the honor roll. 
since probably since, the one I graduated. Since yeah, since just before. <laughs> since about you know two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, but genuinely, like it doesn't matter, and that's you, uh, know, you know just just work hard in the profession that you want to do, and yeah. and and you live a fulf- fulfilling life. You will. I mean, that's all you. So can I think really yeah, you know, that's the three corners tips for you. Your ATAR doesn't matter. Study, of course. Don't yes. sack off all your exams because they are important for now. Mm. If you want to go to uni, mm. um, but in the long, you know, in the long term, like in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. No, no. it isn't. And you know, that's that's. There's many a job out there that doesn't need an ATAR. That's so. right. Yeah, there's Maccas. There is there's Maccas. There's always Maccas. And if you want to become the next prime minister, you, you got to start somewhere. You do Maccas. You got to start at Maccas. Trajectories. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think it might be that time, Dom. Is it time to to a farewell our VCE students? I think on good their luck. Way? Good luck for good your luck next... on your exams. Yeah, good luck with the revs. Yep. Um, and hopefully you're on the honours roll. If you're not, remember it doesn't define. It you. doesn't define you unless you're me, and it, it does. <laughs> um, but that's been three corners for this fine Wednesday evening. Uh, it's Indeed. been it's been a bit rainy outside, which is unfortunate. Um, well, you know. So uh, if you are in, if you're stuck in the rain, make sure you have an umbrella with you. Yep, uh, probably sure a bit late indoors. if you're stuck in the yeah, rain. Yep, yeah. if you're stuck in the rain, you're probably uh, <laughs> indoors anyway because you listen to the radio. But True. that's fine. True. Um, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we shall see you in the next instalment of Three Corners. See ya.